Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is written for us in St. Luke chapter 23, beginning at the 44th verse. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun was darkened. Then the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, these are your words. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed. A couple of years ago, I was leading a chapel devotion with the preschoolers at Peace. And during that, that chapel devotion, I asked them, how do you get to heaven? I was expecting that one of them would, you know, shout out, believe in Jesus. That's not the answer I got. One of them immediately blurted out, you got to die. You got to die. Now that child wasn't trying to be funny. She was dead serious. You got to die to get to heaven. What was her view of death? Did she have the fears and anxieties that grown-ups, adults, often attached to it? No, that bold faith in her little heart only saw death as the door to heaven. How can we have such a faith as, as that little girl? That we would see death as totally emptied of its sting. How can we learn how to die? Well, Jesus in our text teaches us how to die. In his final moments of his life, he simply proclaimed before the people and to God in heaven, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Why are people afraid to die? I think there's, there's at least three things, but three key things. The first is that God has created us with a will to live. Life is precious and, and we naturally want to hang on to that life. So that's an aspect. There's also the aspect of the unknown. We haven't experienced what's beyond death and, and so we're uncertain about what's going to happen when we close our eyes in death. But then there's the big one. The fear of the consequence 
of the choices and actions of life. We fear what death will bring us. Now, Jesus was approaching death from a totally different place than you and I can approach it. He still had the will to live, but his greater desire was to carry out the will of the Father. And so he subjugated his will to live to the will of his heavenly Father, so he was willing to die. Death also wasn't taking him somewhere that was unknown to him. He had told his disciples that he was returning to his father. That he was going to have the glory that he had at the beginning of the world once again. So it wasn't unknown for Jesus to walk through the door of death. And he certainly had no fear of the consequence of his life. Twice, God the Father had spoken from heaven and said, this is my son whom I love. Jesus had no doubt that he had lived a perfect life in thought, word, and deed. He kept God's commandment perfectly. He had carried out the will of his Father, even suffering on the cross in the three hours of darkness. So death held no fear for Jesus because he had no sin. Jesus was definitely approaching his death from a very different place to where you and I approach it. But can we approach it with the same confidence that Jesus did? Jesus doesn't want you or anyone, for that matter, to be afraid of death. In fact, the writer to the Hebrews tells us that, Therefore, since the children share flesh and blood, he also shared the same flesh and blood, so that through death... He could destroy the one who had the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. Jesus came. Jesus took on flesh and blood to free you from your fear of death. So how can he do that? Well, we still have the will to live. That's not taken away by faith. But we do submit to the will of our Heavenly Father, just like Jesus did. Death is still unknown to us. We haven't yet experienced it. But Jesus has. He's like that parent going into the, the waters to show the child it's safe. He's, he's entered death 
ahead of us and he's come back so that we know that we too now can walk safely through that door. But I don't know about you or me, but that's still a little iffy. Maybe Jesus is, is trying to trick us, trying to bait us into the Father's hands where he can wring out a payment for the things that we've thought, said, and done. How can we really know that that doorway is safe to pass through? Well, Jesus has gone into the Father's hands and suffered the consequence of our sin. Our, our text tells us that from noon to 3 p.m., there was darkness over the, over the world. The sun had been darkened. There God was visibly demonstrating what he was doing to Jesus. God is light. To be in darkness is to be separated from God. Matthew tells us that at the end of that darkness, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus had suffered the full consequences of your sins and mine at the hands of the Father. And whatever anger, whatever justice, whatever payment you deserve in those righteous hands, because it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the righteous God. But whatever you deserve, Jesus has suffered for you. So that all of God's anger, all of God's righteous justice was carried out against Jesus. Now there is nothing left in those hands but love and forgiveness. Love and forgiveness for you. So that on the day of your death, you can pray with confidence just as boldly as Jesus did. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Now I hope and I pray that your death is a long time away. But that preschooler was right. If you want to get to heaven, you got to die. May Jesus your triumphant Savior, empty death of any fear for you so that when that day comes, you can enter it in peace. So may our prayer be the prayer of the hymnist. Teach me to live that I may dread the grave as little as my bed. Teach me to die that so I may rise glorious at the awful day. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus 
and to life everlasting. Amen.